Yo, what's up, guys? You're here listening to The Real Bros Pod, hosted by Nico Grio and Connor Williams. We're happy to have another week here where we'll be talking to our good friend, Joe Myers, from Kalamazoo, Lloyd Norris, in Michigan. Yeah, we met Joe at Team Prep, which is the camp that we go to over the summer. And, yeah, Joe has PRs of 914 and 3,200. He ran a 1539.5K this past cross season. And he ran 416 as a junior in outdoor track and 416 uh, this January in indoor. Yeah, so Joe, tell us a little bit about how you got into running and how you've improved throughout your years, because I know you used to not always run. Well, um, thank you guys for having me on the podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this. And um, so I got into running. I didn't really get into running too seriously until like recently, but I remember my like my first um, like real memory of it was probably in fourth or fifth grade or maybe even before that when my dad wanted to just run this random 5k with his friend and like this was when I was really into hockey and he was he told me like oh you can just come and do it in like rollerblade so I I brought my roller skates to the 5k and the plan was that I was going to rollerblade the 5k and then I just ran and like I ended up winning my age group for like I don't even know like 11 and below or something like that and then ever since then like I've just had fun and um like I never took it seriously like I ran in seventh and eighth grade cross country and I didn't do track um and then I remember like I would finish I finished my eighth grade year of cross country and my parents were like oh you're gonna keep running right like off season I'm like oh what like I do not want to do that (laughs) and uh then this at this time I was still doing a lot of tennis and I played hockey uh, until like my freshman year of high school and but most like tennis was my main thing and um so in the in the fall I would run cross country and then I would play tennis in the in, in the same season so um but tennis was always like my main thing um, until my junior year when I just, I still did tennis in the fall, but then I would focus, I kind of focus more on cross country. And um, like up until my junior year, like I thought I would just go and play tennis somewhere in college. Like I was looking into a few different schools out East and like, that's really what I thought would happen until like I, I actually like ran some like I ran 16 flat as a sophomore and um that was like I was really excited about that and I, I just kind of came out of nowhere and won my uh SMAC conference meet and then like ever since then I've just been uh, a little bit more into it kind of slowly and then I went to camp um going into my sophomore year cross country and then I kept going and I, I was a client for a while and um just since then I've been uh, really more into it. Yeah. And then I got a new coach. Um, Well, I wouldn't say like my junior year going into like after cross country, my junior year, I found Rob Lilly and we uh, started working together. And ever since then I've been like all in on running and um, I've really had a lot of improvements and since working with him and uh, yeah. What, what do you think was, like, the biggest factor in your improvement during high school? 
I think um, the biggest factor throughout high school is like my freshman year and sophomore year, I, I ran, like I trained, but not really. Like my freshman year, I would kind of just go to tennis practice and then just show up to the races, like the meets and just kind of run and not really like, I wouldn't do many miles other than like my tennis like sprints basically. And like, then my sophomore year, I started training a little harder, but it was like at most like 30 miles a week, like nothing hard. And then my junior year, like I, I trained harder, but still it wasn't like I was crazy focused. Like I had other things going on. Like, and then once uh, I started working with Rob, I feel like it was more like he really found out like kind of what I needed and uh, in my training and what I was kind of missing in my training. And then that and uh, just kind of um, being more focused and just kind of deciding, like, okay, if I want to, like, run in college, then I'm going to have to, like, really do well right now. And this is the time that I'm going to need to, like, put down some times and place, like, well at some meets. And, like, this is the time to do it. And that was kind of also the time when I quit playing tennis so much and just focused on running, too. So. Yeah, I think a lot of it was just, like, like on the mental part of it, it just deciding, like, okay, like, you can do this. Just work hard, and then you'll be there. Like, just deciding, like, this is what I need to do. Yeah, so um, you said that you ran your sophomore year. Did you go to the state meet your sophomore year? Yeah, I, I did. And um, the whole year, that was kind of my goal, like, I, I was still really into tennis at that point, but like my goal was just like, okay, I really just want to make it to the state meet. And then like I was running like high 16s kind of all year. And then out of the blue, I just ran 16 flat at, um, at a conference at this one course that's like kind of fast and I won. And like, I don't think many people saw it coming. And then the next week, like the following week I ran like 16.05 or something like that. And then I got second at the regional meet, which was like crazy. Cause I, the year before, like my freshman year, I got like 20th at regionals. And then that year I got second. So I was like really uh, surprised that like I could do that. And then I made it and I got like in the nineties or something like that, but I was still like happy that I even made it, you know? Yeah. How did you deal with the course conditions throughout, like, your sophomore to senior year at the state meet? Because I know it's different every year. Yeah, you know, my soft – it was kind of similar every year. Like, I've, I'm just amazed at how fast Dathan Ritzenheim could run there because, like, I don't know if the course was different for him, but it seems like it's never fast. Like, I don't know. Just to me, like, I never really had a good experience on that course. Like, it's fun because it's a state meet but I I don't know it's really muddy and since we run last too it's just always like I don't know I just you deal with it like my my junior year I fell right at the starting line and then I was like on my knees and my hands and I was like in last place and I freaked out and sprinted right like all out sprinted to the front of the pack and then by then, I feel like I was already in oxygen debt. And, like, the rest of the race was just, like, death. Like, it was not good. 
And then this year was a little bit better, but I don't know. It's just, it's hard to deal with for sure. How do you like uh, mentally prepare going into those big races? Um, you know, for me, um, I've, I've created a log and uh, like logging all my miles. And then I kind of write about all my runs and my workouts too, like how they went. And then at the top of the log, I have my short-term goals and my long-term goals. And um, like do, having that and writing in the log every day and seeing like, just remember, like just kind of uh, reminding myself of my goals like every day. And that doesn't mean that I'm thinking about it 24-7. Like, I definitely have other things going on um, outside of running. But I think just reminding yourself, like, of your goals during your workouts and having, like, positive self-talk during your workouts that will translate to your to your races. Like, I'll, like, have just certain mantras um, that I'll have throughout a season that I'll say to myself in the workouts and then I'll kind of say them in the races too. And it'll kind of remind me like myself of those like good workouts that I did to get to the point in the race where I like, I, it's obviously, I don't feel good, but I feel confident that I'll be able to, you know, run a good time. And um, I think also a lot of visualization um, in, like during workouts and during like downtime too like at night I'll have uh different visualization sessions by myself um like kind of visualizing how I want things to go and like before a race like uh like I'll have a like plan a plan b and plan c and usually the perfect plan never works out in a race so I, I've always tried to come up with a plan like all right well if this happens, like, hopefully, I, like, hopefully I'll be able to do this and this. So, yeah, this kind of visualization of um, the races and stuff like that. So this past January, you won the Gazelle Elite Mile. Um, did you expect to win that? And how, like, like, give us a little bit of background about what, like, the Gazelle Elite races are and, um, like, how they play out and who, how they get picked and everything to be in that race. Yeah, so the Gazelle Elite races are, uh, it's uh, a mile and a 3,200 that they, the Gazelle Elite put, or Gazelle puts on every year. And I've been lucky enough to be um, selected to run in those. So I ran the 3,200 last year and then the mile and the 3,200 this year. And so um, there's like time goals that you need to, like, you don't have to hit them, but like you should usually if you hit them like you have a good chance at getting into the race and then they'll uh, do an instagram live of like who got in uh like who got chosen to race and then once you if you get in like you get an email like giving instructions on like what you need to do and stuff um and i've just been lucky enough to get into some of those and um yeah, so this year and last year I had a really great 3200 meter race. Like it was definitely a big breakout for me. Like I had a big PR and yeah, but this year going into that race, I I was really nervous cuz I was like, well, all these fast kids that had great cross country seasons like are in this and 
like I just did not know how it was gonna go like I did I did like one speed workout leading up to the race and it didn't even go that like it went okay like it was just a fine workout like it wasn't anything special and um yeah I was a bit nervous like well I don't know what's gonna happen like this could go really bad like and also in that kind of bigger stage I I was a little bit nervous like well, crap like what if I get last like these kids are really good so um yeah I, I definitely wanted to win like I definitely visualized winning but I had no idea how it was gonna go so you're um you're vegetarian talk a little bit about like how you're vegetarian as a runner and how you get like everything that you need and stuff yeah so I've been a vegetarian my whole life and um it wasn't like particularly my choice it was like my dad was uh he has been since college I think and then my mom kind of was for a long time and uh she she isn't anymore but like she was for a long time and uh so I was just kind of like raised into that lifestyle and um it's like I don't even notice you know like when I go and eat dinner like I don't even notice it's just something like that I've done for so long I don't even notice that I'm doing it but I mean people always worry about like protein and that sort of thing but if you like eat like peanut butter and cheese and stuff like that and like you have like protein shakes after you runs like I really don't think that I'm malnourished and like in protein and stuff like that. Like, I don't think I miss out on too much if I can like supplement it with other foods. Your favorite restaurant? Um, my favorite restaurant <laughs> is probably, um, there's this, I don't remember the name, but there's this restaurant in Chicago at, and it's in my favorite hotel and it's on the roof and it's so sick i think i know what you're talking about i i I think i know like the it's so cool like i've only eaten dinner there one time but it was like the best experience like it's so cool and like they open up the windows like it's just so cool yeah so we typically spend our summers in colorado um in our like winter in florida do you prefer winter or summer camp I mean, I definitely like summer camp way more. Like, winter camp's cool, but, like, summer camp's just – you can't beat it. Like, there's, like, there's, like, 75 to 100 kids, like, there. It's just so fun. And then, like, when we get to go to post camp by, like, just the smaller group, it's so fun, too. Like, it just – there's a lot of independence in – and there's, like – and that sort of thing and just being away uh for the summer and just training and it's i just think it's so fun what's nice. your favorite camp memory um my favorite camp memory is probably when i got lost with Ka- like caleb easton and mason and caitlin hart and like a, a a bigger group too like troy and some other people and we got so we we were supposed to do this six mile uphill run and Trent Sanderson gave us like instructions and everything, but we took a wrong turn within the first half mile and we ended up going up this, the wrong path for like six miles. And 
I take blame for this because, like, I was in the front, and, like, when we went to the turn that we were supposed to take, I was like, no, no, like, he told us it's far, it's further than this because it was within the first, like, half mile, and he told us it was, like, further. I didn't think it would be so soon, but it was, like, way further into the run. And, uh, yeah, so I take blame, and so we get up, like, and he told us it was, like, 6.2 or something, so we, I get up like six and a half and I'm like, well, we should probably be done by now. So I, I stop running and I wait for Caleb and I wait for Mason and then everyone else comes in behind us. Or not everyone, but it was like half of the group. And like Troy was like, crap, like what are we doing? Because he was the counselor. And then Caleb and I just ended up running back to the start and just waiting for everyone. And they, they walked. So they took a little bit longer and then we had to wait down there for a while and then Trent showed up and then the bus was there and it was just it was a mess but it was it was fun like I would never forget that day was that the dyke trail yeah yeah okay. do you watch, have you ever watched Gossip Girl no I've never watched Gossip Girl <laughs> but you should good. I love Gossip watching, Girl like I watched Breaking Bad and like a few others Dexter. Dexter. Yeah, what'd you think about Dexter? I mean, like, I don't think it's smart to watch, like, like with other, like, it's just creepy. Um, like, my mom definitely does not like that show, and she's not a fan, but, like. I can't believe we watched that together. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a little creepy, and, like, the whole idea of, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think Dexter's really as good as people think he is. But, like, everyone wants him to be the good guy, you know? Yeah. But, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, it's it's just – it's a weird show for sure. It's good, though. Yeah. So, um, what do you usually – like, what's your go-to bar after you post – like, post-run or lift? Um, I've been, I've been into RX bars for a while um, because, like – they're they're not bad but they have a lot of protein and those ones are like they're not too expensive too like you can get them at costco in like a bigger pack but i really like uh, perfect bars too again because they're like really tasty and they have um and but they're a little bit more expensive so and they have a lot of protein though and then kind bars too like those three are like my go-to's what were some of your goals for outdoor before it got canceled? Um, I, I definitely think I had big goals. Like after running 416 in January, like I knew I was pretty fit. And um, then I went and ran an 800 PR kind of just training through it. And um, like, I was like, crap, like this, this is going to be a good season. And it wasn't just me. Like, uh, the, all the other guys in Michigan were really fit. And, like, I feel like we all knew that this was going to be, like, a really good season. Like, I think it would have been historical for Michigan. I definitely think there would have been, like, more than six guys that would have gone sub nine. And so, personally, I wanted to run sub under 412 for the 1600. And I wanted to run under nine for the 3200. And then I wanted to do my best to try and win state and um I didn't know what event it would be in because originally my goal was to win it in the 3200 
because I was the I'm the second I was the second junior last year, and so I was one a high returner. Um, but then after like running some good that good mile, I was like, well, that could go well too. So, yeah, those that was mostly it. And yeah, yeah. Were you satisfied with how uh, I mean indoor season went? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it went pretty well. Like all my races were good. Like I have, I obviously PR, I PR'd in the 800. Um, I didn't really think I performed as well as I could have at the Elite 3200, but, um, like it, it still went, it was still a good race. Like, um, yeah, I, I think it was good. I was really, really upset that uh, Nationals got canceled. But uh, it was obviously for the better and for the good of um, New York City and everything. But uh, it, it still sucks that it was canceled because I think I definitely would have PR'd with knowing that there's a really good competition there. What uh, what shoes do you like to race in and, like, do your training in? Yeah, so recently I've I've been a Hoka guy for like a long time. Like ever since I started, um, I've kind of been in Hoka's. Like I was in the Clifton's for I had the Clifton ones, um, and then I went up into like the fours, and then I switched to the Bondi's because the Clifton fives kind of hurt my feet, I think. And then I switched to the Bondi's um, like my junior year. And then since I committed, I've been kind of trying to switch to Nike. So I tried out the Vomeros and I didn't like those. And then I tried the pegs and then those have been nice. So I've recently been in the Pegasus 36s and then uh, I supplement those with the Nike um, Infinity Runs too. And both, both of those are nice shoes. I mean, and then for racing, um, I like – I kind of used to just wear like my cross. I just would wear my cross country spikes in uh, track and like, it, I didn't even notice the, the difference, but now I use the victory Nike victory uh, elite twos for cross country and track. And uh, yeah, those are fast. They, I think they're pretty much like the fastest shoe that you can buy. That's like available like to the, to the public and stuff. So, yeah. Throughout your career, what would you consider your most successful race that really tested you, like, regardless of place or time? Yeah, I think, um, like, even though I PR'd at, um, at, that, uh, at Golden Triangle, um, I don't think, like, like, mentally and physically going in, I had no idea, like, that would go so well. Because, like, the two nights before, I remember I was, like, sick like I had a fever and I was not ready to race like I did not feel well my workouts were not that good that week and then the day before I was like oh man like I don't know how this is gonna go and then I just found myself in the race like kind of just going with the motions and we happened to be going pretty fast and I didn't even like notice just because there were so many guys there and so like that I don't feel like that was like my best race Personally, I think, um, I think I I had a great race at um, state meet at the state meet because that one was like really tough mentally because they like everyone went out kind of slow and I actually led like the first eight hundred and like I was a good second or two ahead of everyone and I wasn't even running that fast so 
that was kind of hard mentally, like coming back from that and then having to like stick in with the pack. But I think the most tired I've been was that race. And then um, I also think I did, I had a great race at um, Wisco Mile. Like, I, I think mentally I was really ready for that one. And, um, like, at that point I was really focused on the two-mile, but I still wanted to run a solid mile. And that race was just – it all went perfectly. Like, I kind of sat in for I, – I led some of the race, um, and then I, I eventually sat in. But the, I feel like the reason I hadn't, like, done too well in the mile leading up to that point was because – the last lap of every 1600 I was running, I would just fall off. Like the leaders would just drop me. And that race, like I remember distinctly, like going into the last lap, there was some, this kid named Eli um, ahead of me. And I was like, crap, like this is when it, it hurts, but this is when like you run fast. Like this, you need to make the decision like right now this is when you make it or break it. So if you go now, like you're going to run fast. So I just decided to go with him. And then I had to like that little kick at the end to beat him. And that was just, yeah, I think that was one of my better races too. The Wisco mile. Yeah. 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 I remember watching that live and I, and like you like kicking and I was like, Holy cow. That was like such a great kick. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one for sure. Yeah. Who is the goat though? LeBron or Jordan Connor you like you can't like this isn't even a discussion like you can't top Michael Jordan like you just can't like he won so many titles in a row too like no one's ever done that like Scottie Pimpin and all those guys were good before he came but they would not have been as good without Jordan like no doubt like Jordan is the best, like, ever. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just think LeBron's better. No, like, LeBron is sick and all, but I just think he's overhyped. Like, like you can't – like, you can't even debate. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just – I like LeBron more, and I think he's better at basketball. Just, I mean, you can't, like – just the influence that Jordan had on – the, the sneaker sneaker culture and everything like he was just he's just the goat like like I don't even know when you put on I a think, pair of Jordans you just feel like you can fly like I think I'm gonna have to side with Joe on this one Connor I'm sorry bro like if you think of basketball you think of Jordan like think of LeBron but that's just because he's like good right now and he's been good for like a while like, I mean, bro, like, people, like, the Chicago, like, he tr- he turned the city of Chicago into, like, a basketball city. Like, I don't know, people. Bro, were, LeBron lifted oh, the curse off of Cleveland. Bro, for, like, 52 years or something without a championship in any sport. And then LeBron comes, he comes back from Miami to Cleveland. Okay, but it's different, though. Like, it's just different. Like, I don't know, like. He didn't stay with them, too. Like, LeBron was so loyal – (laughs) or Jordan was so loyal. Like, I don't know. I feel like Michael Jordan made a bigger impact, like, culturally. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't mean – that. like, that doesn't decide who's going to win one-on-one. Bruh. (laughs) 
Bro, one oh on one. God. One on one LeBron all day. I mean, maybe now because Jordan's like old. No, in their in prime. prime. In their, in their no. prime, LeBron. No. Yeah. Le- like, bro, no way. Jordan, with his time, like, think about it. When, when he was a freshman at UNC and they win the title, like, that, that's just, he's just a different breed. LeBron didn't even have to go to college. Okay, but like he was a number one pick straight out of high school, bro. He was eighteen. Like that just shows how good Jordan got. Like when he first came to UNC, they knew he was good, but like no one believed like he would be that good. And then right when he got to the Bulls, like within the first two weeks, everyone knew like, all right, he's our best player. Like bro, the Cavs, the Cavs knew that LeBron was gonna be great. Bro, nah, bro, I don't know. I'd, I feel like you just can't top Michael. Before, like, before LeBron left for Miami, he took, like, that really sorry Cavs team to the final. I mean, he didn't win, but he took them to the finals pretty much yeah. by himself. Yeah, and uh, what was like, it? Like, Jordan won, like, I don't know, six or seven years ago? Yeah, but he – no, he didn't – because he, like, he had to retire because he had a gambling problem, problem or whatever. And he, like, played baseball. I don't know. But, like, no, I just think LeBron's the GOAT. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, so what are some of your college goals? Um, I think I mean some of my college goals. Um, uh, like for my freshman year, um, I would love to try and run under twenty five minutes in the eight k. Um, I don't really know like if that's good or not because I've never ran an eight k. Like, five-minute pace for five miles seems like that would be a good, like, goal for me. But I have no idea, like, how good that is. Um, and for track, uh, I don't really know what distance I'm going to be focusing on, whether it's, like, the mile 3K or 5K, 10K. Like, I don't really know. So I would love to, like, PR in those events. And, like – but, oh, like – Long-term goals, I just want to help out the team as much as I can, and I want to be a leader um, for, like, someday I would love to be a leader and just kind of help, like, help out the team as much as I can. And coming off of getting a seventh place last year at NCAAs, I would love to try and, like, do what I can to help out the team, whether it's scoring scoring points or not. I just want to be there and help out the team as much as I can. Uh, what were some of the factors that led you to choose Michigan over other colleges? Yeah, so um, so I come from the Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo public school system. And um, so with, with that, I've gone K through 12. And uh, so that means that we have, we have a scholarship to 100% paid tuition to any school or most schools in Michigan. Um, within the state of Michigan, even some private schools like K College. And uh, so that was like, I've always thought like, okay, like there's no reason I wouldn't go to schools in Michigan because I have this great scholarship that I could use. And um, that wasn't the only thing though. Like I looked at University of Portland. I looked at, um, you know, University of Oregon. I I went on an unofficial at CU Boulder. you know, I talked to a lot of schools outside of the state and I, I really looked into them too. And, um, but I think in the end, Michigan was just the best bet too, because I'm going into, I think I'm going into 
civil engineering and, and fine arts. And just they have great programs in that uh, in those fields. And then also like the team is just so good. Like they're just so solid. Like just the history, like Nick Willis and Kevin Sullivan and Ben Flanagan and all those guys are just so good. And they've had such a big impact in the running community and just, yeah. And then Kevin Sullivan himself, like he's just a great coach. Like I just, I have full faith in uh, this program there. And um, yeah, I just really thought I connected well with the team too. Yeah, so who are you rooming with next year? Um, I'm rooming with Anthony Hancock. Um, and nice. he, uh, yeah, he's from Michigan also. And, um, yeah, he's, um, he's solid. He's, he's really fast and he's really nice too. How have AP exams gone so far? So I had AP calculus yesterday and, um, it was like, it was okay. It's obviously like different because we have to learn from home and like, I mean, my ho- my teacher is great, and, like, I really like him, and he's a great teacher, but there was definitely some content that, like, I was not solid on that I kind of had to just teach myself towards the end of the year, and um, obviously, he helped us and stuff, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it went okay. I'm not really sure, and then I still have AP Studio Art, that's, and we just submit a portfolio, so that's due next Tuesday, and then I have... Um, AP Psychology also next Tuesday. So, and then I'll be done. Nice. So, um, be honest here. Do you like Roblox or Minecraft more? I mean, I feel like, like we've been playing Roblox more, but I feel like that's just because that everyone doesn't know how to play Minecraft correctly. Like I like Minecraft more, but I also really like Roblox. Like, but I feel like no one really knows how to play. Like none of our friends know how to play Minecraft well. So if we did, it would be more fun. I mean, the thing with Minecraft is, is that since we play it on phone, it's a little bit like harder yeah. to play. Yeah. And like yeah. everybody like plays Roblox on PC. Yeah. So it's a little bit I definitely, easier. I definitely want to play Minecraft more though, because I spent $7 on that <laughs> the thing like everyone got it we haven't even played like I mean, we've like, played like a few life. times yeah but we've been playing just a lot of roblox i don't get it though like i don't know how to play like i have it on my phone but i don't know how to play it's like there's like there's so many things you can do and i tried to like explain it to sierra like there's so much you can do in minecraft like that you don't get from just walking around like you don't understand until you get like farther in. like you can do so much stuff like that you don't even know about like unless you look it up like it's crazy ever played terraria yeah terraria is good too i i got I, for a while my friends and i in like middle school we got so good at that game i really i like terraria more than i like minecraft it's it's pretty good Cause, like i i i've logged in a lot of hours on ter- terraria yeah. especially like lately I'm playing a lot of it. Yeah, for sure. Connor, you got yeah. any uh, funny stories that you want to share about, like, you have with Joe? Uh, I remember at, at po- like, this past summer at post-camp, I don't remember what time of day it was, but I was chilling in me and Henry's room. And I remember, like, Joe, <laughs> I could hear his footsteps running up the stairs because I, I was 
in the second floor. I remember hearing his footsteps and he just ran into my room and like spit water in my face. I remember recording just that. ran out. Well, like, that was just, that was such a prank. Like I totally, <laughs> so like, I think Nico was there too. Like, I, yeah, I recorded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, bro, I, you guys remember though, I, I got up. I woke up, I come out, out into the living room and you guys are just standing there and there's milk on the couch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so I gotta, I gotta explain this. So funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, so, like, okay, now go on, Connor. So basically, this was the first morning of, post, like, we got there the day before. Yeah, yeah. And this was the first morning of post camp and it's only me, only me and Nico are up. And there's, like, there's, it's me, Joe, Nico, and then there's, a few other guys in our in our condo and I opened the fridge and somebody I think the night before had like gotten the milk out but didn't completely put it back in like it was hanging on the side of like the refrigerator like shelf thingy and so when I opened the the door to the fridge it just falls out and just explodes on the floor like <laughs> like milk and milk goes like everywhere it gets on like the walls some of it got on the microwave which was like bro it was, which so was high pretty up. high on the wall and I, I remember like right after me and Nico were just like <laughs> like like i'm so surprised that gavin never noticed and yeah. when he did he found out like months after post camp already yeah, you guys didn't even tell him for so long that was so funny i don't think anyone noticed besides me you and connor yeah i wouldn't have noticed unless like i woke up too because i didn't even wake up to the sound i just remember like getting up and just getting <laughs> like go for our run or whatever oh my gosh i remember um this memory i have with joe we got on like the kayaks and um there was like alligators and Joe wanted me to like sit up front and him in the back and so I was like okay I'll sit in the front and then um we it was like this big lake we were in Florida and uh Connor you who did you kayak with uh, I think I was with Cohen you with Cohen okay well I remember I was with um Joe Sierra Paige Ayana and Anna Schultz and we were like by this big alligators i got it on like my gopro i was like filming it and um we just kept on getting closer and closer to the gators but i wasn't the one in control like i did not want to get closer to the gators and i was like come on let's get a little bit closer we literally got like right next to it and i was like freaking out like i was like about to cry because i did not want to be near an yeah. alligator and then i remember I was, like, like, you okay. got so close to one one time and like you probably could have reached out and hit him with your like paddle and then we got so close and he was just like vibing like he was just sitting there in the water and then he just he jerks his face like into the water and we're like crap like what bro i remember that i like, i literally I and we turned around and just booked it like i was so scared that he was gonna like jump in our boat or something <laughs> for real though how is that safe dude <laughs> honestly oh my gosh i uh i really enjoyed watching uh dexter over the summer at the condo same because oh, like yeah. that was that was pretty chill and just like like doing like runs and stuff like that with with you guys yeah yeah do you guys remember when um i we so joe and i went to go see anna schultz at the hot tub 
and I, we were like chilling and um i put my water i set my water bottle and my watch down oh yeah yeah i remember like, this we went inside for literally it was literally not even like a minute i turn around and i'm like oh shoot i left my water bottle and my watch out at the hot tub so i like go out there and it was gone and i freaked out i was like dude my freaking water bottle and my watch is gone and i i thought someone stole it for the longest time so then i texted dylan and i told her the story like four days after it happened and then she was like here call this number so i called the number and there was like a front desk and i like but the front desk was like 20 not 20 minutes but like a 20 minute walk away from where we were and i was so confused on how the correlation between that ended up all the way over there and they're like yeah we have your watch and your water bottle yeah and i was like what the heck random like i remember when we went there and it was not even close to the condo yeah i'm like how did this travel all the way over there and i literally turned around for like a minute yeah i remember like that night and like the following days after that because like you were you were not chilling yeah. Like I was not feeling I didn't yeah. I didn't have a watch to run with or oh, my water bottle, so I was like dehydrated. Did you use like Dylan's watch? I used Cora's. Oh wait, no, I used Dylan's for my long run and then I used Cora's for my other one because Cora wasn't running for one of the runs. You got any like advice for anybody, Joe? Um I mean I don't know who's gonna listen, but if it's people who are running, just uh just Try and stay motivated through these uh, weird times. And, um, yeah, just remember, like, we'll get through this. And there will be uh, races eventually. I mean, not right now, but uh, everyone just stay motivated and, you know, keep running. Just, yeah. Nice. All right, guys, thanks for listening in to the Rio Bros Prod. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Hope to get to see you guys soon, and we'll be excited to put out another episode soon. Yeah, so I'll see you guys later. Thanks for coming on, Joe. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Yeah, thanks, I'll talk, Joe. I'll talk to you guys later. Yep. All right. Roblox later. Bye. Yeah, for sure.